0: And welcome to, I believe this is the first episode of the Chatting in the City podcast. And uh, the Chatting in the City podcast is brought to you by the V-Track Lab, which V-Track stands for Vulnerability, Trauma, Resilience, and Cultural Laboratory at the University of Ottawa. The podcast is part of the Be Calm, Hill Project, an initiative by the V-Track Lab to explore mental health in the Black community and to sort of develop some culturally adapted interventions. Um, within the bigger project, there's also you know several initiatives to sort of extend uh, awareness, you know, raise awareness, destigmatize and educate and mobilize black people about mental health. And obviously the larger project itself, The Become Hill, is sponsored by the public agency. What's that? Public Health Agency of Canada, my bad. And I am your host, Boaz. I'm here with a special guest, one of my favorite people, Jean-Luc. J- Big baby. What is it? Big baby J? Big baby J. That's the nickname. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right. So, to start us off, how are you doing today, bro? How are you?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, a little tired, a little hungry, but I'm doing well.
0: Uh, what about you, bro? I'm not bad. Uh, I'm how not you bad. doing? I woke up this morning, ran a 6K for the What's first time in like it? two weeks. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Damn my body my body is just because <laughs> i've been doing it before so i'm kind of used to it or at least i got used to it but then mm-hmm. i went back to it after taking like a two-week break
1: it was rough bro yeah. i was
0: trying to like i couldn't breathe it was kind of hot too because so i was like uh, but yeah damn well good rough. for you at least
1: you got that in you know you got a little workout in yeah
0: <laughs> you live right down the street and obviously yeah. doing this you know over zoom um, mm. which is kind of funny and weird, but obviously there's a virus going around. It's a pandemic. People are supposed to stay in their homes. And um, mm. I was just recently traveling, so I'm not really supposed to be in contact with anybody. Just yeah, so to ask you, how are you doing with the lockdown? How, you know, with the whole virus, people working from homes, people, some people losing mm-hmm. their homes. How do you? Yeah. Like for me
1: personally, I'm, I got very lucky, very blessed that in my job, I can do it from home. Mm-hmm. I actually have my phone situated where my work uh, work office home office is, so I have like the desk, the laptop, everything, the screens so it 's pretty good um i I definitely feel like this pandemic you know it was weird for me at first at first, I was kind of enjoying it, spent some time away from the office, the traveling, but right. I went through a phase where I was really having some trouble with it, you know what I mean? Mm. And, uh, you know, now I've reached a phase of it where you kind of like almost accept it and you just adjust to what it is, you know? so It's become the new norm,
0: so you're sort of, yeah, you're in the game.
1: Yeah, you just accept it at this point rather than
0: fight it or, you know, feel some type of ways about it, you know? Yeah, and another question was how... What are some of the things you find yourself doing to cope? Because obviously, like you said, you know, people are losing mm-hmm. their jobs. Some people were getting really sick. Some people are dying, unfortunately. Um, people losing family members. And yes. obviously, we're all locked in. We're not supposed to go out and see our friends. So there's that whole social, you know, social interaction has been taken away from us. The best, you know, the best thing we have is this, Zoom calls, right? Mm-hmm. What are some of the things you find yourself doing to cope? Because personally, I was, yeah, I, was, I started doing like little carpentry projects. I made like a little TV stand, right? I was. Um, I started baking a lot. I made a nice. granola. So, like, those are some of the things I just. I probably wouldn't have done <laughs> if in, you know it vlogging wasn't happening. But I just yo. started doing. Mm-hmm.
1: Yo, yo! Honestly, I heard a lot of people were doing that baking. There was even a phase where everybody was baking. <laughs> you know, so it's good. It's, cool. it's It's interesting to hear that because you're definitely not the first person to mention that. I've heard a few people say that. People making bread everywhere. Yeah, going. Yeah. For me personally, at first, I was like, okay, this is a chance to just level up, you know, meaning work out, improve my, um, you know, improve my anything, you know, improve just just self-improvement. You know, I went through a big phase of that. Mm. And then after that, like a month later, maybe like three weeks later, I just like, I got really, really, really sad and low and my spirit was low because... As you know, me, I'm a social guy. I love being around people, all that yeah. energy, right? So I felt really low, and unfortunately, I was, I was drinking a lot and not really, you know, smoking a lot, not really looking after my health, eating unhealthy foods. But then uh, I think about a month ago, I came out of that, and now I'm pivoting back to the
0: self-improvement
1: as I was doing before. But there was a, there was a, little, there was a little little, weird phase for a little bit, you know? So, yeah, but...
0: To be fair, like, that's only to be expected, right? To kind of, like, mm-hmm. you, you know, a whole social, like you said, you're a social guy. You'd like to be, you know, be with your people, have a lot of fun. Yeah. So, like, that's taken away from you all of a sudden. And, you know, what are you supposed to do?
1: Yeah, and Zoom calls are not really the same as being in person. That's how I feel, you know?
0: Exactly. It's just, it's unfortunate, but it mm-hmm. is what we got to do. And um, I guess like, my other question was, like you said, you, you got a little sad for some time, yeah. obviously. And then yeah. that's sort of um, what's happened to a lot of people. Myself, um, I think, I want to say that, just like you, the first, the first, I guess the first month was like, whoa, this, this is fine. I get to stay home, you know, do my school or do whatever it is that I'm doing. I was fine with it. Yeah, and then like, yeah. I want to say like two months and three months and started it, like really hit me like, whoa, we can't really go any we can't really see our friends. We can't, you know, let's say go to parties or whatever. No. And now, it was funny because the first time I met up with some of my friends, um, you know, we just went to the park, you know, walk a little bit. And I kind of like, I realized something that happened to me. It was, I'd lost some of my social, kind of like social skills in a weird way. Like, especially you're talking yeah. to people in person. I felt like I was just a little bit slower in terms of like, you know, just, I guess, you know, making jokes, doing this and that. And also like, um, it was a weird thing have a word. I felt like I was I don't know if you've ever, I don't know if you ever had this, but I felt like I was watching myself about to speak. Hmm. Kind of like never, never really experienced that. Almost hmm. like almost like I was watching my words before I said them. Cause usually it's kinda like when you're with friends sort of you just say whatever and they say whatever, you just kind of keep going. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah. But I, yeah, I almost I felt like I was
0: I almost felt like I was watching myself about to speak. So like it made sense. Cause I feel like I've been in my head for so long, right? oh and then I see
1: what you're talking about. getting it out was kind of like
0: i had to be like okay well this is what i'm trying to say it was almost like i was a kid again trying to like speak to new people that i've just met for the first time it was weird it was really weird
1: oh uh, yeah you felt that um it was weird almost not really a social anxiety but you just felt kind of reserved like you felt maybe filtered you felt like it wasn't the natural you. It wasn't flowing. The nev- yeah, yeah, definitely. I had feelings of that too, when I first started seeing the homies again. It was just it was it was, it was almost like getting back on a bike. You know what I mean? Yeah, it takes some time, and you haven't you haven't biked in a long time. I, I know that feeling. I know exactly what you're talking about. Right, it was just it was yeah, weird.
0: Yeah. It was really weird. It was weird. It was very strange. All right. So then, something else I wanted to ask you about: Do you feel like obviously the black community is? Um, do you feel like there are any stigmas regarding mental health in the Black community? I think there's a lot of stigmas, man.
1: There's always that thing where, you're like, you're crazy, something's wrong with you. Like, right. you're definitely, um, you know, it, it's not like, you know, other communities, especially, like, the white communities, you know what I mean, where they fully embrace therapy and they're like, yeah, yeah, I have this mental issue. I'm really on these pills or I see this therapist, you know? Mm. It's just weird, you know, even, you know, even among my friends, I, you know, I think some of them should go to therapy, you know, Okay. Uh, even amongst the family, you know, we're Rondees, we're African, right? So mm. in our community, those things don't get discussed. It's almost like religion and, uh, you know, like uh, church is a form of mental, exactly, uh, mental yeah. health or, or therapy for us. So it's not even discussed, man these things are never discussed in our community, especially, you know, as Africans, that's my experience. I'm not a Caribbean. I'm not American. Right. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 I can yeah, only yeah. speak for as an African run person, you know what I mean? In our community, never discussed. Never, right. never, right. never, never, never. Yeah. It makes sense. And I think it, it should though.
0: Yeah, you know? it definitely should. And I was just going to ask, um, like you said, sort of like our mental health, um, like the church becomes sort of like your place to, you know, sort of go and pray and deal with your you know mental health issues. Yeah. Right. Which, for sure. Obviously, we come from a religious family. And so, I guess I wanted to ask you to sort of, you know, tag onto that last question. Have you ever felt like you shouldn't feel the way, let's say, you know, from the last month when you're feeling sad, have you ever felt like you shouldn't be feeling sad because obviously you go to church, you pray? Um, have you ever felt like that was a thing? Yeah,
1: definitely. You feel weird about it. You feel, because, um, you, you know, Generally, I'm a very positive person, you know, right. and um, I try to be optimistic, right? But and also, um, in the Bible, it talks about give thanks, you know, be grateful, those are huge in the Bible, right? And I did sometimes feel guilty because I'm very, I'm in a very blessed situation, graduated, working full time, I'm not having coronavirus, I'm generally in okay health, you know, pretty good health. Right. I'm young, I'm not old, I'm not struggling, like, uh, you have a lot of blessings, you know? And uh, at times, it's almost like you feel guilty that you do have some depression, some sadness, mm-hmm. like, you know, so right, right. Um, in the religious context, yes, sometimes you feel weird, Uh, the fact that, hey, I could go to church or I can, you know, pray about it, but sometimes you got to do more than that. You know, you got to go see a therapist or you got to like really find real solutions, Um, you know, because it's it's more than a religious thing. It's, you know, it's a mental thing. And um, spirituality, yes, religion can help a lot, but there's other things that you have to work through that maybe the Bible doesn't have answers for or prayer or seeing a pastor. There's other ways, you know. Exactly. But as a religious person, definitely plays a role. Definitely has played a role, 100%. Right. You know? and
0: like, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be that you have to either, you know, you either go to, the, go to your pastor for help or you go to the, you know, the therapist. It doesn't have to be either. You can have both, right? You can go to yes. church and pray and then obviously go to your therapist and, you know, get help there as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, speaking of therapists, have you ever felt like you – I mean, is there a time when you feel like these stigmas in our community, let's say the religious black community, when you feel like these mm. stigmas held you back from asking for help from a therapist, say, or oh, oh, mm. reaching out to a pastor who might know somebody who's a therapist, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, you know what, for sure, like I never, I never really even knew about therapy until maybe four years ago, you know mm. what I mean? I never really understood it or heard of it. Every single thing like that, it always you always get that thing from your parents, from the church, from you, your pastor. Oh, go to God, go to the Lord, go to Jesus, you know? Right. Pray about it, read the Bible about it. And these are things that, you know, if it's coming come to mental health, is deeper than that, you know what I mean? It's it's more than that. It's not necessarily deeper than that, but I'm saying there's you got to go to like a professional, you know what I mean? So I just yeah. personally, for me, I just never uh, felt the need to go to a therapist or a counselor or anything like that. I felt like, okay, I could just pray about it. Or I could just tough it out. You know what I'm saying? And uh, some people can do that. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Some people can definitely do that. Can definitely use the Bible and, you know, go through those means, at least in the black community, that's what a lot of people generally do. But I think if we were to embrace it, you know, as a a community, and actually go to therapists, I think it would be a great positive thing for us, for sure, because I personally believe all black people have been affected by some form of mental health thing, man, especially living in this society, you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. It's, I mean, I want to say that part of it is sort of like, obviously, the social... The culture around it the culture of mental health which means um, oh, yeah. the fact that we don't necessarily talk about it within ourselves or within you know our families or our little communities means that we don't necessarily try to ask for help or find you know find help because oh, yeah yeah the resources are there let's say for you know we we both went to i mean you graduate from university the university of odtawa mm-hmm. and like there are always helps there are always helplines. we actually have uh, there's a clinic on campus where you, that you can actually go yeah, obviously you have to make an appointment and stuff like that but you don't necessarily know about them because you don't talk about it. And so because you don't talk about it, nobody's going to tell you, be like, hey, there's actually a clinic here. You can get help from here, or here, a, or here, or here. It's not an efficient
1: one, but it's there. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. The it's not efficient, thing. but it's there. Yeah. And there's <laughs> also like, you know, help line, yeah.
0: call lines and stuff like that. But it's just, of it's course. unfortunate. But anyway. Mm-hmm. And
1: now. Yeah, we don't, we don't really talk about it, but there's resources. There's ways, you know? Yeah,
0: exactly. And what does self-care mean to you? Obviously, this is a time when mm. self-care is important, right? People are stuck yes. at home, like we were saying earlier. They're stuck at home. You are not this early leave in the house. So mm. what does self-care mean to you? What, have you? what have you been doing to sort of, you know? Okay.
1: Uh, I, 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 I'll answer that in two parts. You know, self-care to me is really important. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Take care of yourself, recharging, uh taking time to actually you know take care of you you know what I'm saying? Right. Um now what have I been doing in terms of self care? Most recently I've been starting to go back to the gym. As I said before, I went through a weird phase where I was just you like drinking way too much and eating um delivered food way too much. You know, so I got I got a little bigger, a little chunkier, you know. But uh, you know, not always a bad thing, but uh, in this case, <laughs> we, 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 we try to minimize some of the chunkiness, you Trying know? So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because as I said, in the very beginning of this quarantine, I was going hard. I was lost like 10 pounds. So now we're going to double up and get back to the right thing because for me, self-care is not only just working out. Self-care is like reading a good book. I've been reading some interesting books, you know? um and things like that self-care is just doing things that get you out of your head taking care of yourself making yourself feel better i've been watching some movies i went to the cineplex when they opened it things like this self-care taking my time to take care of me you know right and i think that's that's super important to me like huge you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you mentioned that um you're reading some books what are some of the books you're reading right now Yes, sir I'm reading uh 12 Rules of Life by Jordan Peterson. This guy and uh you know, really 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 a fan of that guy. And uh I just finished 48 Laws of Power, so okay. um, I'm feeling I'm feeling good about the reading list and uh, you know that that Antidote to Chaos book by Jordan Peterson, 12 Rules of Life, I highly recommend it's good, solid book, you know. All right, like a long read, but it's solid, you know. <laughs> but
0: yeah self-care is important like you just said i think you and I, I guess are in the same boat in terms of what we think self-care is i do think physical activity is important right getting out there obviously going to the gym if you can or yes. going for a walk going for a run i kind of realized you said something really important doing things to get yourself out of your head right yes i can almost track my well-being with with you know with whether i've worked out that day or sort of stretched out or whatever um i just feel like Obviously, growing up playing sports and playing sports for such a long time, that that's sort of gotten ingrained in me. In fact, the sports have been taken away. There are no leagues happening right now. Yes. Um, I need to do something. I just need to do something, like you said, to get yourself out of your head. And I just, if I don't, let's say I wake yeah. up and I mean to just stretch and go for a run, and I, I don't do that. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be in a bad mood all day. It's just. It's something that I've noticed. I'm gonna be in a bad mood all day. If I actually wake up, I stretch, I go for a run, I do whatever I need to do, and then sort of like my day. My day just brightens. It's something that's really fascinating. I don't know how. I, I don't know how it works. It's actually something I want to study. Um, but it's really fascinating to me. But yeah, so the endorphins, man, the happy hormones. You know what I mean?
1: Those are really important, and you know. Especially us being young, it's important. Then, well, actually, on any age, it's important to at least yeah. get some physical activity. They recommend 30, 30 minutes every day, but you know, it's even more is good.
0: You know what I'm saying? More is good. Uh, more is good. Yeah, more, mm-hmm. more is good. All right, so some of the fun questions here. What if, let's say, you're stuck on an island? What are three things mm-hmm. you absolutely cannot live without? And remember, like you know, it's pandemic lockdown. Ooh. We're basically on islands, right? You're stuck on little islands with your family members. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Three things.
1: That's interesting. Three things. Like for me, I think I need a book. Okay. I don't know exactly which book, you know, but I, <laughs> a uh, book I, in I, general. I, I, all, right, all right. Just a book. Something that something, something to read. Something to pass some time. Hmm, that's a good question. What are two other things? Three things I need. <sighs> Is it weird to
0: say phone? Phone, I would say phone. Hey, bro, it's your own island. It is well, your island. You, know? you can probably decide to have a cell phone tower in the middle of the island instead of having a house or a hut. It's your choice.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe I can YouTube how to build a hut or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'll go with a cell phone. I'll go with a book. I'll go with a cell phone. Okay. And uh, let's have some fun. Let me have a boat. I'll have a boat. A boat. A boat. Yeah, I would want to have a boat. Look, not only because me, I don't know how to ride boats or do. I think I would <laughs> learn. You know, I maybe do some fishing. Get a stick, find some rope. You know what I mean? Yo, oh my I god, I have a boat. You know what I'm saying? If I'm stuck on an island, if I, wanna, I? if I want to, if I want to leave the island, I can use the boat. Boom. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> this is
0: true. Yeah, you know. I'm trying to. I'm think. Like, uh, if I'm stuck in an island, what do I need? Mm. I need music somehow. some Something to play music. Um, yeah, yeah. So one music I would need. I'll take a ball and then. Oh my God, nice. A soccer ball, I'm Just it any Something. It it, I mean, it has to be, but it's like if it's football, ball, I don't care. I'll make you okay, anything. Just something it. just play around with. And then. Um, gotcha. Oh, my God.
1: It's not an easy one, right? Is it's, it's, it's not easy. No, it's not easy.
0: No. So music, some sort of ball to just kick around or run around and then clean source of water, bro. That's what I need. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. You're not doing really? that flint Michigan, huh? You're doing something
0: different. To- <laughs> <No>, <laughs> I need my you. water. I need my water. Oh, you That's mentioned perfect. that um um that you went back to the you know to the movie theater to watch the movie. What was yes. that like? First of all, what was that like, and what did you see? Um, and then, mm-hmm. what? Do you have a favorite film? Well, favorite film, Lion King, always gonna be
1: my favorite. I love it.
0: Okay.
1: Love lions. I love Disney movies. You know, classics. Um, what did I go see? I went to see uh, this movie, Unhinged. Mm-hmm. The Russell Crowe is like a thriller, drama-type movie. Um, How was it? Uh, So basically, it was pretty interesting because the way the theaters are, they're doing, I believe, 30% capacity, and they're doing social distancing there too. So mm-hmm. you got to wear a mask at every point until you actually sit down, similar to a restaurant. And uh, everything restricted. So if you think like a movie theater has... For example, let's say a regular movie theater is packed, three hundred seats, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's going to be like twenty seats are available or something like that, you know. And it's going to be less staff. There's like one person serving popcorn, period. (laughs) Two people just ripping tickets, and it was like it was very, very low scale. You know what I mean? it was a good experience man because personally I love movies I love actually going to the movie theater like I like that experience, experience. you know yeah. yeah I'm going there for the experience because you know you can pretty much watch everything on demand now you know but I sure. went for the experience and I had a good time personally so
0: alright yeah. a yeah. quick question um, is there a song that you listen to in difficult situations to sort of you know something to put you in a good mood
1: mm. Uh,
0: for sure I like, I don't know
1: about all time, but I I always go through moods and times, you know, like right now, Mm -hmm. that song is uh, That Way by Lil Uzi Vert. I like Uzi a lot. So um, it's almost like um, it has nothing to do with like encouraging lyrics or anything about that. But like, it's just the way that the song sounds Mm. um, and just what Uzi says in it, it just works, you know? Okay, was, okay. He sampled um, "I Like It That Way" by Backstreet Boys. So, uh, that way, okay, yeah, yeah, that yeah, way, yeah. okay, so okay. it that, that way. It, it really it lifts my mood. I don't know why, you know. And also, "Bank On It" by uh, Burna Boy.
0: That's a really good song too. Bank on it, Burna Boy. That was Okay, okay. Trying to think. It's okay. yeah. What song I listen to? It also, I guess, it depends for me on the mood as well, but. um yeah. Like weirdly enough, I, st- I don't know. Like a few years ago, I started listening to uh, just like full length albums. I
1: don't necessarily full-length do albums. like okay.
0: singles. So um, I used to work with this girl. She um, um, she we were talking about music, and she was saying that she doesn't actually know anything about the artists that she listens to. She just likes the song, and she song. listens. To- <laughs> so she only listens <laughs> to singles, and she knows absolutely nothing about the artists themselves. It's just it's a good song. I like it. I know nothing. And I was like, okay. You're not at all curious about the people who wrote the song, because I'm like, I'm like, how can you love a song and not care about the person who wrote the song, right? Oh, yeah. But she never did. I'm trying to think of a song that i would listen to.
1: Even something recently that just you know, if you're in a bad mood or most recent,
0: um, Leon Le Havas put out an album. I would say that whole album. I'll just play it front to back again and again and again and again and again, and that's it. Interesting. Okay. That's okay. A really good album. Proper. Right. I might check it out. my be And uh, before we go, I guess I want to ask you: Is there a quote or a mantra that you live your life by? Something that you know just sort of gets you up in the morning? You know, say it to yourself when you wake up, and let's get out there, and kill things. I I wouldn't think.
1: I I don't think I have one. I don't have one at all. Okay. Um, but what I, what what does motivate me, or at least. You know, keep me going well, I not say not necessarily keep me going, but something that you know I always meditate on and always mm. think about is my family, you know what right. I mean, okay, and how blessed I am and how grateful I am in, in where I am and what I can do for my family, you know, especially recently, I got super close to my clock closer with my family. <laughs> so uh, I'm doing my best. You know, I always look at it like. Ooh, that was close. <laughs> Dude, you know, what I was mean? like, I got, su- got close, not
0: closer, closer, closer. closer. <laughs> That's, funny. I
1: mean? That's funny. Yeah, yeah, you know, so, you know, I think when I wake up in the morning just thinking about my family, thinking about how blessed I am and thinking what I can do for them and help help, help, help and do that, that, that keeps me going. I think that more than a mantra could, at least, you know. Do you have a mantra? Should I? Should I employ a mantra? I don't know. <laughs> you know what
0: i mean? I mean, I don't. I don't have one either. Because it's like, mm-hmm. it's almost like it makes it, it makes me think of uh, tattoos, right? Something that okay, you because okay. a mantra is you know metaphor, It's something that you essentially tattoo on your chest, right? This is this is you. This is the thing you live by. And like yeah. in my mind, like there's no tattoo out there that I would ever get that I would not want to scratch off my skin within within the first week. Mm-hmm. so i guess i'm kind of like there's like there are things that i read that really stick with me but then it's there isn't necessarily one thing that i'm like this is it this is who i am and this is what i you know this is what i live by
1: it's uh, a very deep question It's not easy for yeah. us to uh, trust trust
0: but family's a really good family's a really good answer though in terms of you know it's just oh yeah. everything essentially so well, you know what? Keep in mind, I didn't feel this way before,
1: so it's a new thing. <laughs> you know I, mean? I don't feel this way before, you
0: know. I'm trying to bring something to mind, but if it doesn't come to mind, you know, like that, it's not necessarily when you live by, it, right? So, exactly, exactly. Yeah. If it doesn't come that quick, then exactly. Anyway, dude, thank you so much. You were mm. you were a wonderful guest. Um, I'll probably see you within the next little bit in person because you live right there. Yeah, sir. So I like... literally you
1: you live right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Crazy.
0: But yeah, man, thank you for listening. Um, Anytime. yeah, man. This is it, This has been the first episode of Chatting in the City. We'll see you next time.